listener, it's New Game Plus, your pixel-perfect podcast for all things gaming. Hey, it's your host, Dan. And my arm hurts. <laughs> Hi, my arm hurts. I'm Darren. I'm Antonio, and I actually today just got my COVID dose 2 vaccine. My fresh from getting his, uh, yeah, fresh, literally fresh from getting his vaccine, he comes here to do the podcast because we just love you guys so much. Heck yeah, that's dedication right there. Right. He's going to die in the morning, but. <laughs> that's why I got to get these podcast recordings in now. Exactly. <laughs> Between you, life. Melissa got hers like just yesterday too. So she's going to be dead for like dragging the cap off a biz and leave. So mm-hmm. <laughs> good thing they recorded a bunch of episodes without me. Heck yeah. And you know what? And speaking of dedication, there is no more dedicated company to, to gaming news and announcements than E3. Oh god, I couldn't actually say that with a straight face. Oh, I I imagine I commend you for getting through that entire sentence without breaking. Oh god, I sorry, I had to take a sip of water there. <laughs> okay, anyway, so, yeah. So this past week, the ESA announced that E3 2021 is happening. Um, of course, like any sane company, it's not going to be an in-person event. It's going to be a purely virtual uh, summit or whatever. They are planning for physical in 2022, which, you know, I, I am a little still wary of, but considering vaccines are rolling out and everything, and everybody's mm-hmm. essentially pushed their stuff back to 2022 anyway, mm-hmm. it, it makes sense. Yeah, um, some kind of behind the scenes here, because it originally leaked out that they plan to have a paid like entry fee for this event. And I'm thinking, like, who in their fucking mind would pay good money to, for trails that would come out on YouTube literally hours later? Square Enix. Hours, minutes later. Square Enix. <laughs> I, I say full knowing that their fan fest for this year is all digital and free but before previous fan fests uh <laughs> if you wanted to watch some of the digital stuff not including the concerts and whatnot they you, they still required you to buy a digital ticket but anyway but thankfully cooler heads prevailed and became this became a free event for everyone yes. to be, participate in so yeah after missing out on last year um you know after like right at the zenith of the pandemic uh, E3 is back in a same way for, and guess what? There are actually companies going to be attending this thing. Mm-hmm. Like last so, uh, last E3, we had companies like Microsoft and Sony, like the two big ones, uh, say that yeah, we're going to do press releases, but we're not really doing E3. Well, yeah, last yeah, I would think it was like I want to say it was like maybe 2019 was when they did something like that, where uh, they weren't they didn't have a presence at the event itself, but they just had their own like digital like. Yeah, digital press conferences mm-hmm. um but for this year we got our we already got a decent amount of companies here so let me like go go down the list here of nintendo xbox capcom konami ubisoft take two warner brothers and some company called coach media i actually don't I'm not familiar with that one but yeah they mm-hmm. already confirmed that they're gonna be having a presence there i am if it's a if it's a new company wanting to wanting to get a foothold in the gaming industry i'm all for it sure um so r- Right, so from that list, we already can kind of can glean two things. Two things here: one, Sony is as usual not going to be participating in E3. Mm-hmm. That just continues the trend of them going like, "Yeah, we're too big for you guys." Which, let's be honest, they probably are. Is it is it a little high horse? A little bit, but I would also argue that none of these big companies actually need E3 anymore. Like, like this kind of this kind of harkens back to that: is E3 even really necessary? You know what? Let's start off with that. Like, do 
you think this is the right move for the for ESA for E3 and the brand in general? Yeah, I do. Because <laughs> this is to keep their name in like gamers' minds. Because again, for the longest time, people like you and me, we always consider E3 to be like our gamer Christmas, where we got to see all the new trailers, all the new announcements. It was something and, we look forward to every year. And there are and there are like plenty of moments, both famous and infamous, in E3. Like it it felt like just a big convention. I remember having like E3 reacts or like watching the stuff live and like, you know, chatting either in like a voice chat or like in, in Facebook messenger or whatever, texting people like, Oh my God, did you see this trailer? Or like, Oh my God, did you see this happen? You know, my body is Reggie. All those, <laughs> all those fun memes. Like even XXX, Y, 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 you will be sucked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or even like, and that's like some of the more older ones, you know, not even counting like the whole, your breathtaking and, uh, Oh my God. Oh, God was that two years ago too? Was Zumi that- Nakamura? Yeah, and then and yeah. then Izumi Nakamura. I, I love how you av- immediately knew who I was who I was talking about. Just the most wholesome game developer. Yeah, the one that stole everyone's hearts with just a few lines. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, E3 does have give us some great moments, and obviously, I I don't see them doing like big conferences like they usually were used to. I don't think that's going to be the case here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we 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 can hope, but that's not. But um. I do think this will help them keep them relevant. Um, will it? You know, they said they plan for an in-person event next year. I don't know how much that's going to be successful in that case. Yeah, because we we already went a whole year without E3, and it's good that they're going to try to stay relevant here. But it really depends on how successful this is. Yeah, and like because if they if they, I feel I feel like not not even just E3, like. If if you notice, there like there's other things like Tokyo Game Show, um, and other major game, like Jeff Keighley's got his Summer Games event that happened last year. Yeah, the Summer Games event. Uh, I, like the last major event that I want to say happened regarding games was the Game Awards, but I think even then that was still digital, wasn't it? Yes, like it like, was. That it was, was it was pure was, digital. Yeah. So like the fact that you're able to still put news and announcements out there and still get the same amount of hype without needing to physically have people there one it's it's a lot less overhead in terms Mm -hmm. of like needing to fly people out there and pay staff to be there and have like make physical you know arrangements and everything when you can just sit down record a video maybe you know add some effects and whatnot you know, it's not gonna it's not gonna immediately like save you like all the money, like some of the money that you'd be paying for like, you know, room and board for people and whatnot, I I would say would get shifted over to stuff like visual effects or mm-hmm. you know, things like that. Uh, but overall your end goal is the same to still generate hype. And with this modern age, it doesn't matter if people are on the stage talking or if it's a pre-recorded like, Nintendo Direct. Yeah. If you see the news and like the company announces it, it's immediate. People talk about that immediately. Like mm-hmm. case in point, uh, how quickly did people latch onto the your breathtaking versus like any major smash announcement in the in the Nintendo Directs? It's always just immediate and it's a huge flood through Facebook, Twitter, you know, YouTube, TikTok, what have you. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And um, 
you know, when when they say like in person event next year, I'm not gonna lie, I, I imagine all those people there, like how big it normally got. I, and I shudder, not gonna lie. I, I may be vaccinated, but the idea of like being that big of a crowd again scares the fuck out of me now. I guess that's been that's just the the impact this pandemic's brought upon me. Oh yeah, no, it's it's kind of ingrained in me too. Like I wanna, I'm excited to go out and like you know, once I'm vaccinated, like oh yeah, no, I'm gonna go to round one or I'm gonna go hang out with friends. But you can be sure I'm gonna still try and like distance, bring hand sanitizer, mm-hmm. wash my hands, wear my mask, just. Going to a convention seems like a really, really big leap for me. Hell yeah. So, so I mean, yeah. unless we were invited there as media, then okay, fine. Okay, I'll go. I mean, then, yeah, then absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. media pass. Talk to like us, If you want to like t- get the podcast market, if you want to get yeah. like a C level podcast, come talk to us. Let's go. <laughs> um, yeah, we talked, we talked to, we talked to, one we talked to CEOs and like voice actors and developers. Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway. Uh. Actually, let's keep on. Let's continue on that train of thought. Like, what do you think it will take for EA to have a successful in-person event when they come back next year? They absolutely, for me, first and foremost, they cannot treat it like it was before 2020. They need to have regulation guidelines. They need to make sure that people are still being safe. Mm-hmm. And following regulations before anything else, because I okay. can I can guarantee you that if they don't and they just try and like brush it off as like oh yeah no everyone like a lot of people are vaccinated now it's fine I can guarantee you there's going to be a huge amount of media backlash I'm are I've already seen this with at least one anime convention that tried to hold a physical event um, I don't know if you've heard of it. I don't want to drop names, uh, but I can. Is it a certain it. city in California? It might be. Okay, yeah, I think I, oh, I know yeah. what you're talking about. I know we probably your source on this too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and uh, suffice to say, I kind of don't care about the reasoning behind it because the look behind it, the PR behind it, is uh, not the best. Yeah. I think for me too. Like, I'm I, what I think about is like, who do you open up E3 for now in this case? Mm-hmm. Who's your Who's your market? Who do you want to try to? Who do you want to looking at the event? Do you want to have the traditional gaming industry, like journalist media, coming in there? Do you want to open up to general public? Again, I feel like we had this conversation back when we talked about E three pre pandemic, where we had to like how does who did how did they restructure to keep themselves relevant? And I still don't have a clear cut answer to be honest. I I feel like they should just go full digital. They should embrace it. Maybe maybe have like some like physical goods that like maybe you can pre-order at an online store if they really want some physical merch Mm. but overall having it digital regardless of whether you people end up paying for it or not like through a digital entry or or what have you so i understand at the end of the day it's a business they need to make money they want to keep their brand relevant so you know doing a pay-per-view stream i can kind of understand that but the, the the fact of the matter is I would rather it be public, Mm. but if it's public, obviously given the, given the situation, I would rather have it be online because then everybody can talk about it. Everybody can view it at the same time. You already are going to get those gaming news people already there. You know, they're, they're gonna, they're going to talk about it as soon as stuff comes out. You, you all know the Kotaku IGN stuff like that. As soon as news drops from anywhere like that, they're immediately like articles, bam, 
Yeah, I still say it's a good philosophy of like have one day dedicated to the gaming media folks for the interviews, for the content creation, for that stuff. And then maybe one or two days of like limited, I'm going to be honest here, limited um, public uh, entry. And I know that's going to probably gonna piss a lot of people off because that means it's going to sell out fast. But if that's the case, that's the case. You got to slowly roll it out. And, you know, I can, I can, I can understand that too. You know, if they, if they want to, if they really want an in-person presence and they want to start rolling it back in slowly, but surely a limited, a limited runs the way to go. And there's, it feels like this is a double-edged sword. Like no matter what they do, they're going to catch flack for it. Cause E3's yeah. always, always been in the crosshairs for, for critics, whether it's, Oh, why would you open this up to everybody? Or like, oh, why are you why are you making these like such a limited sale? Like they sold out first day. Like you're making it harder for me to do my job by having a bunch of like Joe Schmoes come here and taking up all this like demo time. Yeah, and it's like there's there's a there's lot. no easy answer. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no, no easy answer. There's no easy answer. Uh, I'm I'm of the mind. I'm personally of the mindset of like, you know, there's a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of gaming places out there, right? Where you can get mm-hmm. news and stuff. I'm I'm just gonna come out and say it. You may think you're important, you're fucking not. <laughs> All right. Oh, you're that, talking about the general you. I thought you were giving me a fucking attack there, dude. No, the not no. <laughs> you're important to me. In the in the grand scheme of things, we may not be important. Okay. In the grand in the grand scheme of things, this podcast may not be important. We're not we're not shaking up. You okay? <laughs> I thought you were giving me shit for a moment. What the what the, what, what what triggered this attack? <laughs> no, no, like just like the, like yeah, just like everyone everyone wants to be like a games journalist or whatever. Like yeah. it's it's super fucking easy to create a name and a label and like it's you know. Uh, and Look, again, if you got like, like a Twitter account, bam, you're almost practically like game journalist yourself. Exactly, and like again, this 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 includes us. Like I know yes. we tout the whole like, yes, we've talked with CEOs and we've done X, Y, and Z. <laughs> At the end of the day, we're another gaming podcast, just out there in the ether with a bunch of other gaming millions podcasts. of gaming podcasts. <laughs> like it's it's completely understandable why, yeah. you know people like us wouldn't get invited when you have people like Kotaku and IGN and GameSpot and like established full-on corporations. Yeah. Have, it's hard like, to compete with that shit. Yeah. And at the end of the day, it's kind of what it is. But um, I, I, let's kind of lighten it up a bit here. Cause now that we kind of got that preliminary talk out of the way, you know, we got our list of companies here. They're here. So why don't we go like go through that on the list and kind of like, Give our thoughts on like what we want to see and what we expect to see from these companies at this event. Mm. So I'm gonna save like the big two for last because obviously it's the last ones. Um, yeah, uh, first one here, Warner Brothers. I'm actually surprised they're gonna be at A3 because all their big games, as far as I can tell, have been delayed out of 2021. Um, Hogwarts has been delayed out of 2021. Got them. Got them. The next Gotham game is going to be out, delayed out of 2021. We already know Suicide Squad wasn't going to be ready for this year. So if I had to take a guess about what they could possibly like reveal here, maybe the next, the next NetherRealm game. Maybe. Because, you know, it's... Will, or, will, or, it be, will it be the next MK? Will it be MK12? Will it be Injustice 3? Or will it be complete, something completely different that we didn't they expect? Might have a, they might have a big content expansion for MK11 too. 
Yeah, it's true because they just released like a, another DLC pack. Mm-hmm. Um, and DC is sort of back in like the spotlight now with the release of the Snyder Cut. So maybe it will be an injustice thing. Or, oh, <laughs> let me throw this out there. Maybe it's going to be MK versus Mar- DC Universe 2, where they actually have a hard R- uh, M rating. Are they going to? Oh, man. Could you imagine something like that being like the DC's version of Marvel versus Capcom? Which one? Two or uh, Infinite? <laughs> Oh God! Don't. I hope to. <laughs> I hope to. Please. Yeah, but I, honestly, I, I, again, I have no idea what Warner Brothers like will bring to the table at this point. By the way, just as a side note, I'm glad. I'm. I'm. I'm so. I'm like, wow! You skipped three. <laughs> three wasn't that bad. Was it? Game. I mean, it was a good game. It was a good game. So it was two. Like, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm just two saying. Ends no of the spectrum. I got you. I'm just saying. Yeah, it's the two separate ends of the spectrum. Three is like squarely and rightfully so in the middle okay mm-hmm. guys i'm not i'm not giving a sh- i'm not shitting on mvc3 it's giving me some of the most hype moments in great fighting games it's just that those are the two extremes here fair <laughs> man i'm sorry i'm here. giving you heart attacks today <laughs> uh actually also uh speak next company but that i'm actually surprised didn't like confirm for e3 i'm surprised square enix didn't show up here mm. I don't know. Like a lot of Square Enix's stuff has kind of gotten a little bit delayed, but you you'd and think that like maybe they'd have like a little teaser of presence at the very least. Yeah, and, and my, if if I had to get, take a guess, I probably because I think Keeley's still planning his uh, thing for summer. So I think and I think they're kind of they're relatively close. So I think mm-hmm. Keeley's got them under his under their thumb. Yeah, I, I'm sure we could probably expect some Square news around the same time frame of e3 because that's kind of how it went last time when people yeah. were like i'm not affiliated with e3 but you know around this time yeah. when everyone, well, everyone's looking at gaming let's look at all of our announcements yeah you're right mm-hmm. uh take two interactive um i mean i guess if i had to if something that were to get me hype probably the next XCOM game i'll i'll, I'll admit uh, off the top of my head i don't remember what take two is made besides XCOM. Uh, they did the Borderlands series. They did. Uh, what was Gearbox? No, wait, it's Gearbox and Take Two, huh? Gear- Take Two owns Gearbox. There you go. You're right. Yeah, I got, I got, I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like maybe DLC for BL3. Maybe, maybe the next 2K game. Yeah. Is that give me, Take Two? Give me, give, yeah, me a, give me a, give me a Telltale game. Give me another, give me another uh, Borderlands Telltale game. That company's still dead. <laughs> no, I, I can hope. It was fun. All right. Yeah, no, that, that game was fantastic, but that, that company's super dead. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's talk about Ubisoft. Uh, fuck. <laughs> I feel like that's, that's, that's my reaction, just like... Eh. Uh, is Skull and, Skull and Bones dead? Is that, is that game still dead? <laughs> what? Remember that pirate ship game they revealed so many years ago? Oh, no, Skull and Bones. It was supposed to be just a ship combat game. And when people ask, like, wait, can you leave the ship? Like, no, it's ship combat. So you take the most boring part of, like, Assassin's Creed 4? Oh. I got, no. Like, like their, their their major properties are, you know, Assassin's Creed, Division. I mean, they got the Rainbow Six series, I guess. Rainbow Six, Far Cry's, Watch Dogs. 
Maybe, maybe some Watchdog stuff. <laughs> after what? Know. After Legion, and it's like meh reception. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? Here, here's here's the game that will get me excited if they get here. Give us the next Mario Rabbids. Honestly, there you go. That is 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 it bad that when you said Ubisoft, that was the first game that actually came to mind? <laughs> because this is the last Ubisoft game I kind of gave a shit about. I mean, I mean, I loved Watch Dogs too, but that was the last like. I I'll admit I wrote off I wrote off Mario Rabbids like what what the hell is this like cartoon shooter like what genre is Mario getting into now? And then I watched gameplay of it and I'm like, oh, this is they literally just did Mario XCOM. Oh, oh my god, oh my god. (laughs) Hence why I love this so much. (laughs) Okay, well. I got nothing else for Ubisoft, so let's move on to a company that I am very confused about here. Konami's here. Yeah, Pachinko. That's easy. <laughs> Pachinko and uh, slot machines. Yeah, easy. It's gaming, right? <laughs> uh, okay, let, being serious here. So there have been rumors recently about the next Silent Hill game that they maybe this is, if there's any time to reveal that, maybe here at E3. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe they want to try to resurrect the corpse of uh, of Snake. Oh they God, won't. please don't let that. They, they will not let it rest. Um, what else did Konami? Do? Uh, a new Pro, Castlevania? Pro Evolution Soccer. Oh, I, yeah, I, I, that, that makes them a ton of money. The, the sports, the sports genre, especially soccer, split into two different. It's mainly split into <laughs> two games: FIFA or PES. Yeah, we, we don't hear a lot about Pez because that's more of like a European thing. Um, but yeah, it's 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 those two. So I could see them maybe doing that. Mhm. Who knows? Maybe they're going to tr- they're they're like ramping up their big gaming redemption tour and just giving us a bunch of games that we've been wanting for a long time. A new you Castlevania, a new Silent Hill. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw my hail mary out there. All right, oh, I want oh, them to oh. do a sequel to one of my favorite Konami games for the PS2. I want them to to bring it back because they have a a whole a whole big like base of new things that they could put into the game. I'm just saying, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh, Duelist to the Roses. Give me a sequel to that wonderful chess card game. I loved it so much. Give me that. Why not? You're here for some reason, so. Give us something, Ubisoft. I'm uh, Konami. Shout out! Shout out to anybody who played Duelist of the Roses, by the way, back then in PS2. If you haven't tried, it's it's a it's a unique way to play Yu-Gi-Oh. All right, next company here we have Capcom. Capcom's not riding their high right now, becoming like like after like that weird five years where they're irrelevant with shitty games and bad sequels. Capcom's back on top. Right oh now. yeah, they're back to being Capcom status. I mean, you can you can bet Resident Evil Village. No, that's already out. That'd be already out by then. Oh, is it? would it be Resident no. Evil Village comes out in May? Oh, okay. Um, maybe, maybe I deal? don't. Maybe they're gonna show off the maybe, remake maybe, of Dimitrescu Body Pillow. Let's go. <laughs> I, I would give them all the kudos if they gave us if they just like went full in. Like you know what? We all know what he want. Letting them just. Demoscretsu in like in Monster Hunter. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! That'd be amazing. Rank eight monster. Like vampire mom. Okay, look. The, the special edition of of Monster Hunter Rise came with like a like a sixty something centimeter 
like Palamute plush. Like it was huge. It was big. They could do, they could go full mad lad, have like a very limited run of like eight foot long. The lady, and I'm sorry that I mispronounced the name, but <laughs> lady D essentially yeah. uh, body pillows, like not even anything lewd, like her, like normally. And then her in like the monster form with the claws. Like that's look, look, Capcom. I'm just asking like two, 1% royalties. All right. Just saying. <laughs> um but for real though um i probably the next round of like the roadmap for uh rise Mm -hmm. probably show off there like their next round of like post release monsters um i i suspect maybe maybe maybe. they'll tease like the the progress of resident evil 4 remake which i still think shouldn't have to happen but apparently it is resident evil 4 like came out in uh 2005 But it's like consensus of that is it's it was the perfect game that didn't need to be remade. Yeah, but I would I would love to it to be brought to more modern systems. It's already on like PS4, Switch, and Xbox One. And don't be surprised if they announce like it comes out for like the PS5. Look, I just want to see every single strand of hair on Leon Kennedy's head. Okay, I want to see every single pore on his on his body. I want to see it. Also Wesker, because like Wesker looks pretty damn good in four. Yeah, well, he didn't appear in four, but <laughs> um, you're right. I didn't mean to call you out on that, but no, 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 you're right. No, that was Krauser he fought. Oh my god. Um I probably this is me wishful thinking here. Maybe the next like update for Street Fighter Five, maybe the fi- maybe more Akira footage and maybe that last character that I said haven't been revealed. Maybe they'll do um, a teaser at six. I I don't think so right now. I because here's the here's the thing about Street Fighter Five. It's a weird state where for the longest time it felt like it's just been like spinning its wheels. But with this recent update of season five, it's been the most popular it has ever been with all the changes they made. Mm-hmm. That I don't know if they want to like risk like getting the most out of that now by cannibalizing it with announcement Street Fighter Six. Yeah, because it it seems kind of self defeating if you're like, oh, look at this new DLC. All right, cool. By the way, there's a new game coming out in like a year, so uh, have fun with this DLC. Well, you can. Uh, if they want to, if they, they want to appease, appeal to the uh, FGC crowd. Easy words. Marvel versus Capcom again. Yeah. Marvel versus Capcom four. Just 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 retcon infinite out of existence. <laughs> hey, did it? It's not my fault that they didn't give it a number. Fair, you're right. Uh, is Marvel's Capcom Four now that uh, Marvel owns the rights? Bring back the X Men, bring in some Fantastic Four characters, and I think that would like give us like one of the hypest moments in and the FTC's ever seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's all I can think of for Capcom here because I I think Devil May Cry is kind of still kind of in the resting period right now, so I don't think see anything new for that, especially now that they came out with the Virgil DLC. Yeah. It's right. still like like all, all yeah. of the titles that we dropped though have been absolute bangers. Yeah, exactly. Of, like Capcom is definitely one of those games, like right up right up there with Sega, for me. Of like, wow, they're they're hitting it out of the park right now. Yeah, it's it's nice to have Capcom back again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Xbox. You know, any other year, I'd be like, I don't really care, but. I'm kind of curious to see what Microsoft does, um, what games they add to like Game Pass, uh, what games they're going to announce 
you know, for that new plat for for that particular platform. As here, for here, as for specific here, yeah. games, though, yeah, like, I'm still kind of at a loss. Here, here's what I predict, and this is because the sale finally finalized. Um, Bethesda is going to have a big presence there, and that's when they'll finally reveal like either a new Fallout or the next Elder Scrolls game. Well, they did, that's going to be the Xbox exclusive. They they did mention, didn't they mention like a long long time ago that they were working on on like the Elder Scrolls Six or like like they yeah. like they they did something kind of like what Nintendo did with like they showed a logo or like a number. That yeah, was, they, uh, I want to say that that was either 2019 or 2018. It was just like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bethesda dude. The Todd one Howard? that became a, that's Todd, Todd Howard. Um, you know, so he just came up and said, yeah, we're working on it. Well, it's been two years. They're going to show us the first, like, reveal of what that game will look like. And yeah. it's going to be an Xbox exclusive because you don't pay a bunch of money for Bethesda and have that go out on their consoles, especially when you don't have any uh, obligation to. Mm-hmm. That's I think that's gonna be like the bombshell drop there. I'd I'd be ready for that. I'm 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 ready probably, for something besides Skyrim, please. I think also we'll probably have the reveal of uh how maybe any if, if any improvements to Halo, especially after the Luke reception, like the newest one it had. Mm-hmm. Or Halo Infinite, yeah, that's what I was like. What the fuck was it was the subtitle again? Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to show off maybe a revamped graphics of that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Um, yeah, I don't. I can't think of anything. <laughs> Dude, what if, what if Sega come out there and reveals the next Yakuza game? Dude, I don't. Honestly, I don't even need a new Yakuza. Give me Ishin. Give me Kenzon. Judgment Two. <laughs> okay, uh, we we know they're working on a sequel. If they now yeah. if they if they formally announce it. Fuck yeah! I could see them. I could see them doing Judgment Two and saying, "Hey, by the way, Yakuza Ishin is coming eventually." <laughs> just confirm it. it. Yeah, it could just be a hard port, <laughs> but with some slight game, game, gameplay tweaks. Give me, give me, give me a Kiwami. Give me, give me an Ishin Kiwami. So the last company we want to talk about is Nintendo. Smash. Probably the next challenger reveal. Um, here's what I think is going to be the big bombshell here. They're going to announce the just the reveal of the Switch Pro. They're not going to release the date of it yet. They're not even going to price one. They're just going to say, hey, yeah, it's coming. Yeah, there's been because there's so many leaks and stuff around the Switch Pro. It's the worst kept secret Nintendo's ever had. Yeah, like we know it's coming. We know it's going to be more powerful. We know it's going to have like, what was it, like a bigger screen. Um yeah. I think it's an, is it an OLED screen? I don't remember. Um, they know that there's gonna be a, the dock is gonna have an upgrade too, uh, where it has a more RAM, so it could potentially do 4K on t- on tele uh, on, 4- on televisions. Yeah. Um, the reason why I think Nintendo's gonna be hesitant is because one, the Switch is doing unbelievably well, both versions of it, mm. and they don't want to cannibalize that with the release of the Pro. Yeah, but you also, I mean, you also need to eventually. Like announce it because the switch yeah. is how old right now? Uh, it came out twenty seventeen, so it's gonna be it's hitting its uh holy shit, it's four year release year yeah anniversary this month yeah. In, in terms of consoles, like that's I'd say like about midway through like a good life cycle. So, I would say it's more three four uh like a quarter of the way through its life cycle personally, but because you know hmm. we, maybe maybe because I'm biased because the PS 
you know, the PS4 landed, lasted so long. So, mm-hmm. oh, fuck, actually. 2014. Oh, shit. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty crazy. Uh, other than that, though, besides Smash, besides this um, Switch Pro, um, Breath of the Wild. Probably too. Breath of the Wild too. I think they need to redeem themselves after <laughs> that last direct where they just sank everybody's hearts within the matter I, of seconds. I appreciate that they were honest. I, yes. I still stand by that. I am. I admit. I understand the disappointment. I am. I was also sad that we couldn't get any news about Breath of the Wild two. But um, at least they didn't pull a Metroid Prime. Speaking of which, Metroid Prime Four, please. <laughs> I mean, I. I don't have any expectations, but God, I'd love to see what happened to Bayonetta. <laughs> hey, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I hurt. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh. No, no, I'd be. I'd actually, I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that. Like, there, there's the thing is, like, there's so many different IPs that they can do. The, you know, you have your Animal Crossing stuff. You mm-hmm. have, you know, you have your your staples. You have your Mario. You have your Zelda. Bayonetta. Like Nintendo has a lot of properties now that they can pull from and that people are expecting some sort of update on some sort of news f-zero would be nice just saying <laughs> um I'll never let that go <laughs> I, I i still fully expect to get like a legend of zelda collection announced at that because it is the 25th anniversary of zelda this year mm-hmm. so there's what, that what would be in it though um if i were to be a betting man it's gonna be at least two games uh ocarina of time and majora's mask mm. and because you know you know we're not getting skyward sword because that's coming out separately the full priced game yes yeah um i think yeah i think that that initial collection will just be those two games it's gonna be the end no 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 uh zelda uh, ocarina of time majora's mask and maybe Link to the past. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, make, make all that previous generation of that. that yeah, those past Zelda games. Because I'm sure you can make that fit into one cartridge. Yeah. Uh, is, yeah. Is, is Wind Waker available on Switch? I don't remember. I don't. No, it it's not yet. I'm surprisingly so. I wouldn't mind that being part of it for for the Switch. Same thing with Twilight Princess. There you go. There's five. <laughs> I think I think you could, especially if you made it. If if they really wanted to like. Make sure they add like a, the size requirements. Uh, you know, you could just make it digital only if you want to, but I don't no, know. they would not pass up the t- opportunity to like gouge those whales who love physical collections like me. Wow, shit, you're right. <laughs> all right, so yeah, that's um, that's all we kind of think about what's going to be happening for E3 in like less than two months. So, is, is a lot of this going to happen? Honestly, I don't think so. Well, I'd be happy if like maybe one percent of this shit happened. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, are we going to be re- watching, keeping our eye on it, and then letting ourselves get excited? Hell yeah, we are. God. You you can it's, bet. It's, you bet. There's going to be a post post E3 episode. Right. It's fucking E3. I don't. I you know as much shit as we gave E3, we're still going to watch this shit because we want to see what comes out. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you want to, let us know what you guys want to see E3. What do you expect to see E3? Um what your thoughts on E3 returning are, hit us up on the official network um, 
NGP Productions Network socials at NGP Productions on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find the link to our Discord there where you can hang out with me, Antonio, and all the other cast members of all our other shows. Or you can hit us up on our own personal socials. So, Antonio? You can find me all over Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, Discord, all at AKL Trifecta. And you can find myself on uh, Twitch, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at Perpetual Player. Um, you'll find me there. And yeah, and you also find me on the, like I said earlier, the NGP Productions Discord. And if you like what we do and you want to give us like a bias of coffee, do we do you have a coffee page? KL, uh, coffee.com slash NGP Pro. Or if you want to help us out without spending a dime, just go ahead and share with your friends. Leave us a comment, a rating, a review on wherever you listen to podcasts. Because honestly, that's much more impactful for us for our growth than um, no, anything you guys can like are generous to give us. So, yeah, this has been Press Start to Play. Until the next episode, guys. Um, see ya. Take care.